Welcome back, everybody. This is the Mind Over Macros podcast, and I am your host, Mike Milner, and I'm back with a solo episode. So I've been having a bunch of interviews, and it's been awesome to connect with some amazing people and bring you guys some valuable content. I really appreciate all the feedback, and I will continue to bring in just incredible guests. I have some interviews lined up that I'm super excited about, and I can't wait to share But it's also nice to just get in here and chat about some stuff that's been on my mind. And so before we jump into a controversial topic, I just wanted to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by The Muscle Feed. That's right, our first sponsor. The Muscle Feed is an incredible resource. So basically, for your training needs, the convenience of daily workouts and a monthly program delivered through an easy-to-use app which is amazing because I'm going to be traveling this coming weekend and the following weekend. And so I can just pull up the app, look at the daily workout and knock it out. So there's also coaches notes in there, demo videos, um, you know, basically a warm up protocol, basically everything that you need um, to just have a workout right in front of you. And the, the programming is top notch. It's super effective. Um, and, you know, you're really getting that convenience and also to be able to be included in an amazing community of other people um, to ask questions. You have coaches there for support. If you have nutrition questions, if you have supplement questions, if you want to know how to make the most out of each training session, all of that and more is inside the community at The Muscle Feed. So follow at The Muscle Feed on Instagram and themusclefeed.com. And I'm going to jump into this topic, which I feel like needs to be discussed, although it is a sensitive subject. But we need to have difficult conversations, um, especially when, you know, you can kind of see both sides of the of the argument. Um, what I want to do is just present kind of the full picture. And the topic that I'm referring to is body positivity and also health at every size. So we're going to break those two things down and talk about, you know, both sides of the argument. And you know, I think that we get into trouble when we go to the extreme on one end or the other, and I see that a lot. And so I'm hoping to just give some perspective and kind of my take on, you know, body positivity, um, where it's a really good thing, and then where sometimes it gets taken to the extreme. And the same thing with the health at every size movement. So I think that both have really good intentions, and we'll talk about, you know, just just some things to consider. And I hope to just provide a little bit of perspective. And then if you guys can just hit me up with some feedback, I'd love to hear your thoughts, especially on topics like this. Um, So just shoot me a DM at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And as always, if you can please give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Uh, The show is growing and it's, it's awesome to see. And I really appreciate that. So any feedback, always welcome. All right. So If we're going to talk about body positivity, the first thing we need to do is kind of define it. And so for me, when we talk specifically about body positivity, it's more of a social political thing. So we're basically talking about, you know, thin privilege for one and fat shaming. Now, both of those things are very real and need and we need to be aware of them. So, you know, fat shaming, you can look at basically 
um, you know, any sort of discrimination because of somebody's body size. If somebody is in a larger body and they're being discriminated against, um, that happens all the time, and it's never okay. So fat shaming is never okay. Um, the same way that we need to be aware of thin privilege and just being in a smaller body does come with some privileges just by the nature of our societal standards. For whatever reason, we decided as a society what you know the ideal body type is, and there are certain benefits when it comes to you know in the workforce and just you know how you're treated, um, how you're perceived by by others, by strangers. Um, and that is something that we need to be aware of because we have to take each person as an individual. And I think where we get into trouble is that we see somebody in a larger body and then we make a bunch of assumptions about that person. I think it's just human nature when we don't like unknown, right? We don't like to um, have missing pieces. So we make up our own. So we, we kind of present this story in our minds of what's going, like what that person did to get there. So we see somebody in a larger body and we make assumptions about maybe how they, how they treat themselves, uh, you know, uh, that, that it's a choice, that this is something that they did to themselves, that they, um, you know, that they are just lazy or they don't have any self-control or they don't have any discipline and we treat it as if there's something wrong with them, that there's a problem that needs to be fixed. Um, and in my opinion, that's not the right way to approach it because you know we don't know the full context. We don't know what that person's journey was like. We don't know if there was an emotional trauma that happened. We don't know if you know there was a large genetic component. It, we don't know if, um, you know, there was just some circumstance that created, you know, whatever they're dealing with. And just because of their physical appearance, we try and make these assumptions, which is obviously unfair. Um, so the first thing, and even if we do know the context, so even if it's somebody that's close to you, and even if they are like everything that you assume to be true, let's just say hypothetically that it, it is accurate, um, that doesn't give us the right to treat that person any differently. So we have to understand that, um, you know, being in a larger body is not something that we need to fix. So it's not like we see that person and we're like, okay, you need to be cured. Um, and I'm going to tell you how to cure yourself. Because, you know, you know, first of all, it's their body. They get to make, so this is where body positivity and body acceptance is important. Because, you know, they should be comfortable and confident with who they are. And by kind of discriminating or making assumptions or judgments about that person and treating them different, differently, um, it can interfere with, you know, that self-love that they deserve. Now, we have to also understand that loving and accepting yourself as you are doesn't mean necessarily that you want to stay the same. So if you feel like your physical appearance is not in line with the person that you want to be and you want to you know, work on that, that also is a choice and there's nothing wrong with that either. So the same way that as a fit individual, you wouldn't want somebody telling you like, Oh, what's the big deal? You can have, you know, some pizza or what's the big deal? You can have some, you know, drinks on the weekend. Um, you can party. You can, you know, do all these things that doesn't align with your identity. 
You wouldn't want somebody doing that to you the same way that an individual who maybe has some different priorities or habits in their life um, that they're comfortable with and those are you know their decisions, um, they wouldn't want you kind of making those same projections onto them. And I think that's where we really have to understand that um, we, we can't look at an individual in a larger body as somebody that needs to be fixed. And, you know, again, it becomes a challenging scenario when we're concerned about somebody's health. And I see this all the time, whether it's, you know, a parent or a spouse or partner or child, and you're just really concerned about their health their well-being. Uh, you want them to live a long life and you want to, you know, that you want them to be the best version of themselves. So you kind of project um, what your vision is. And, you know, I think that it's challenging because your intentions are in the right place. Um, but again, it's their body and their choice. And so research is very clear on this, that the more we try and force somebody to do something, the less likely they are to do it. So if you have a person that's close to you and you're concerned about them and you are like, you know, you can express that, you know, you care about them deeply and that you want them to have a very fulfilling and happy life and um, that you're worried about their health, expressing those things is totally fine. But when you start to say things like, you know, you need to to work out more. You need to eat better. You need to, you know, prioritize uh, movement, and um, you start pr- you start basically putting all of these uh, this agenda in front of them. Um, that's when it's going to push them further away. And the best thing you can do in that scenario is again, you know, express you know that you care about their health and you know you are there for them, but just. They have to get there on their own. So, you know, really, it's just lead by example. Um, you know, be the example and, you know, take care of yourself. And, and once, you know, eventually, hopefully, they'll, you know, kind of see that and ask you um, for help or kind of, you know, say, you know, I'm thinking about making some changes because my health is not really where I want it to be. And now, some of you might be thinking that I'm making the assumption that this person is unhealthy, but we're talking about a hypothetical situation where – so this is kind of a good segue into the health at every size. And what that means is that just being in a larger body doesn't inherently make you unhealthy. And that is – you know, and you know, on, the same, on the same wavelength, being in a smaller body doesn't make you healthy. So you can have somebody who is shredded, muscular, six-pack, all that stuff and can be super unhealthy. That was me. I lived that. You know, um, I was hyper-obsessed with food. I you know, basically felt like I needed to earn my calories. I could not stray from like my, my eating plan. Um, there was just no balance in my life. My relationships were suffering. So we have to think about health as more than just physical. Uh, so, you know, exercise can be a great thing, but it can also be unhealthy when you view exercise as punishment, um, when, you know, you're trying to earn calories or, you know, you know that you're going to have a piece of cake. So you have to do extra cardio to, you know, quote unquote, make up for it. Uh, so exercise can also be unhealthy. Basically, anything taken to the extreme can be unhealthy. So even just being in a smaller body 
That doesn't mean that you're healthy. Your mental health, your emotional health,、um, your relationships, all of these things、um, can contribute to poor health,、uh, regardless of what your physical appearance is like. And we know that a big part of just kind of how we look、um, and our body shapes and sizes. You know, a lot of that is going to be due to genetics, due to、um, where we grew up, our environment.、Um, there's a lot of things that you know we don't have control over. Now, there are certain lifestyle factors that will obviously kind of you know change that appearance. And again, if somebody, you know, if you're somebody who wants to improve physical appearance and that is a goal. Then absolutely everybody should be allowed to have their own goals and objectives for themselves. And I think the important thing is just to lay out the information and present it so that、um, there's that self awareness of what you're going through in trying to manipulate body size. But you know, talking about the health at every size, just being in a larger body does not make you unhealthy. So you know and. Health is kind of subjective anyway, but if we just look at it from like you know strong relationships, strong emotional health, and even physically, if we look at you know blood markers and、um, that sort of thing, so you can have you know all of your your labs done and and fall within range of you know however whatever different you know blood biomarkers we want to look at,、um, you know just being in a larger body doesn't make you unhealthy. Now, that's also on the other side of that. Not you know I think sometimes when we take that to the extreme, you have somebody who is,、um, you know, their lifestyle is unhealthy. So a lot of you know high inflammatory foods, fast food,、um, you know, very sedentary, not moving,、uh, and just not really you know maybe not sleeping,、um, drinking a lot of alcohol or smoking. There's you know health promoting behaviors, let's say, that a certain person would be ignoring. And you know the the result of that is they end up you know in a much larger body than they naturally would be, and then they can claim you know or kind of co-sign the health at every size, and that's where I think it kind of gets blown out of proportion, or the the good intentions kind of get tarnished because you know it's just well you know I can be healthy in a larger body. Yes, you can. But in this particular example, you are not taking care of yourself.、Um, you're not taking care of your health, and so、um, you know that's where I think we have to look at、um, kind of both sides of the argument and and understand that either extreme is not healthy,、um, and understand that we you know there are certain health promoting behaviors that we know will contribute to longevity and feeling better and just. You know, so like strong relationships and walking、um, and strength training and you know eating mostly nutritious foods and、um, but also having you know balance and enjoying foods that you like and just、um, you know there's there's all these different health promoting behaviors that we know make a difference and then it becomes a personal choice about you know whether that's meaningful or whether that's a priority to you and there's no there's nothing that's right or wrong about making that choice it's Having the information、um, and then taking and taking that information and doing with it as you see fit for you.、Uh, so I think that you know when we talk about health at every size, the other thing to consider is that we can't ignore the fact that you know yes, you can be healthy in a larger body, but we also have to be aware 
that carrying more visceral fat um, does come with certain risks, and it does increase the likelihood of you know certain diseases and cardiovascular issues, and um, so. Again, that doesn't mean that we have to push an agenda onto somebody、um, just because we know that they're more at risk of a certain disease, or、um, you know, we just have to be aware that all we can do is proceed with compassion、um, and understanding. And and it's really you know it's unfortunate because when a person in that scenario who is not doing Very many health promoting behaviors、um, would go to, let's say, you know, their primary care doctor. Oftentimes, they're going to hear the same story of, "Oh, you just need to eat less and exercise more," which it's really sad because, you know, let's paint a different scenario. Let's say there's somebody who has an eating disorder who is anorexic, and that's like saying, "Oh, you just need to eat more." Like. <laughs> There is an emotional issue going on there, and make no mistake about it. Like starving yourself、um, thin is an eating disorder. The same way that you know overeating and you know not taking care of yourself and just、um, force feeding yourself to an excessive、um, you know excessive level of body fat is also a different form of disordered eating. And most of the time,、um, in both of those scenarios. There's an emotional trigger going on. It's not about the food. It's not about exercise. It is about mindset. It's about emotion. There's a, an emotional issue that needs to be healed,、um, and you know, unfortunately, we understand that with something like anorexia, we know that they need to see a therapist. They need to see a licensed professional to get the help、um, to recover. But on the flip side,、um, you know, we tend to just throw. Advice at somebody who you know we're just like、uh, you know you're overweight, so it's really simple. It's calories in versus calories out. Just exercise more and eat less. As if you know they they're not aware that like you know this this person has probably been hearing that over and over and over again,、uh, and we're not doing them any good by just you know trying to throw that kind of data out there. And it and it's you know it goes right in line with the statistics on dieting. I mean. You know, seventy percent of our population is classified as overweight,、um, so it's not. And there, we're, you know, information is readily available. I mean, we have access to more information now than ever. So it's not that we don't know. It's just that we're kind of barking up the wrong tree.、Uh, we're we're thinking about you know diets as this you know this temporary fix. And when you look at the statistics of ninety five percent of people who diet and lose weight. Will regain it, and most of the time, plus interest within three years.、Um, there's some things that we need to learn from that, and you know, studies on the five percent show that you know the cliche of it's a lifestyle. Like the five percent, they look at it as、um, you know, this is something that is a healthy habit that they've established and is now a part of their everyday life. Like you know, walking more. Or making better food choices, it becomes a part of their day to day. It does. It's not something that they feel like they're doing within the framework of a diet.、Um, they also have strong relationships. They have strong accountability and support. So the environment,、um, who you surround yourself with, all these things are super important.、Um, we can't just pretend like it's about the the diet. And again, we have to come back to that initial conversation, which is. We can't push an agenda onto somebody who's not ready, who's not asking for help,、uh, and so that is, you know, the number one thing. The more that we try and, you know, 
force somebody into what our definition of healthy and fit looks like, uh, we're going to run into some, to some issues and it, it can you know, impact that relationship. If it's somebody close to you, you have to treat that situation with compassion. And if you are concerned, you can express that concern. But again, um, you know, we really have to kind of take a step back and see what's going on. Usually there is some sort of an emotional issue and it's not going to be solved by just telling people to eat less and move more. Um, and, you know, again, I think the bottom line is that if you want to, um, you know, the, the physical representation of health, that looks different based on the individual. So, you know, I have my version of, of what that looks like. And I know um, that it's important for me to you know, feel strong and confident and to be able to move my body well. And you know, the physical representation of health for me is going to look different for somebody else. And that's totally fine. Um, so understanding what that means and what that looks like for you, um, maybe not tying it to you know, external validation or a number on the scale and really thinking about it from, you know, wanting to, you know, live more vibrantly and wanting to be able to, you know, play with your kids more, be more active because you enjoy, you know, being outside or hiking, finding ways that it truly does become a part of your everyday life if, you know, that is your goal um, and you want to, you know, take up more health-promoting behaviors. I think that we just have to realize that, our interpretation of you know what physical health looks like is going to be different and then we also you know different across the board regardless of you know the individual and then we also have to look at kind of the all encompassing umbrella of health it's not just physical so to make assumptions about somebody just based off of their physical appearance um, is not is not ever right um, and so you know I hope that kind of clears up some some sensitive subjects uh, when it comes to body positivity and health at every size. I think they are rooted with great intentions. Um, body acceptance is something that everybody should have at this moment. Love and accept yourself as you are right now. If you decide that you you know want to continue to improve your physical appearance um, for whatever that looks like for you. You know, that can be for some people that can be getting leaner for other people that can be getting bigger. Like it doesn't matter um, for you to, you know, you have your own, uh, you have your own definition of, of your physical health and your physical appearance and to want to um, improve upon that. That doesn't mean that you have to hate where you are right now. You can love and accept yourself exactly as you are right now while also wanting to continue to get better each day. And I think for me personally, that's like the most beautiful part of this whole journey is that I know that there, it's a constant evolution. I know that every day is going to present you know different challenges, different opportunities to grow and learn. And I'm never going to I'm never going to be at a finish line. There is no finish line for me. And I think that is what makes it so special and, and allows me to like truly embrace um, each and every day and each and every challenge. And I know that uh, it's it makes me a better person. So um, practicing that that physical um, endeavor that I do, whether it's, you know, strength training um, or conditioning uh, or, you know, playing basketball or different ways that I like to uh, see what my body is capable of. Uh, for, that's what it looks like for me. Uh, and that's going to be different for everybody else. So yes, you can love and accept yourself exactly as you are, but also want to get better. 
And, you know, the same thing when we talk about health at every size. Yes, you can be healthy at every size, but we also have to be aware of the fact that, um, you know, if we're not taking care of our health and we're, you know, really just um, eating ourselves sick and not moving and, you know, just kind of ignoring all health promoting behaviors, um, just citing health at every size movement, um, you're kind of tarnishing the message, which I believe is a good message, but sometimes it gets taken too far in that way. Um, In the same way that if somebody is, you know, lean and, you know, has a bunch, you know, has a bunch of muscles popping out and abbed up and all that stuff, that doesn't make them healthy. So we just kind of have to try to remove that comparison or that judgment or projecting our own insecurities onto other people um, and really just take it at face value, treat people like individuals and, and you know, really get to, to learn and understand that person before uh, making judgment or, you know, making an assumption, an assumption about the way that they live their life or that they don't care about themselves or that they're just lazy or, you know, whatever – um, whatever assumptions we may make in that specific situation. So I would love to hear your thoughts because I know this is, is a touchy subject. And I think, you know, if you're ever questioning how to handle a situation that might come up in your life with somebody that you love and respect and you want to help, just think first with compassion. Uh, so, you know, rather than jumping in with, oh, you need to do this and trying to fix everything right off the bat, um, take a step back and just think about being compassionate uh, because, again, there's so much that we don't know that's likely going on below the surface that that really will uh, be the key for that person if they are dealing with an issue um, for them to heal. It's got to start with that internal work, with the emotional healing, um, you know, maybe seeing a, a therapist or kind of working through that on their own uh, and, you know, not just trying to throw our own agenda at somebody else. So, again, Drop me some feedback because I would love to hear it. Uh, I know this is kind of like I kind of bounced around a little bit, but I think because there's so many different nuances to both of these concepts, um, I, I think that there's a lot of good and then sometimes it gets taken too far. And, and on both ends, you know, things can get taken to the extreme on both ends. So um, I hope that helps kind of paint the picture on my take on body positivity, health at every size. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, again, shoot me a DM at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And I'll talk to you guys next time.